Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. It's August. As the summer heats up, so is our study on numbers. This month, we'll be learning all about the Lord and his ways as we study the number eight. I hope that you have experienced spiritual growth this year and come closer to Jesus. It's my passion to help you fully surrender so that you can live by God's design. If you're new to this podcast, hello. I'm Pastor Karina Don Reed, and I'm here to guide you into God's Word and help you apply it to your life. The Trumpets of Tears of Podcast is a biblical lifestyle targeting tool for shifting your mindset from the world's way back to God's way. Whatever we study in the Bible, it should always bring us closer to the Lord. We don't need the head knowledge, we need the heart knowledge. God desires relationship with us. We can know stats about a person without actually knowing that person. We can know details about a person even though we've never met a person. We need to make sure that we don't treat our Almighty God this way. We want to get to know who He is, not merely His track record and His stats. Now, of course, having head knowledge and knowing God's track record is helpful. And we do need to know that at some point, but only after we've made a point to align our heart with Him. The Old Covenant was about head knowledge and strict regulations, but the New Covenant is about restoration of relationship, which starts from the heart. The Old Covenant rules had to be followed perfectly. The new covenant offers us a partnership and an easier way to forgiveness. That's what sacrifice is all about. Sacrifice is something that one person surrenders so that others can benefit. And that's what Jesus did for us. Jesus was and is our sacrifice. The sacrifice that he made completes where we fall short. Whether we fall short in attitude or in action, we can be forgiven because Jesus laid down his life for us. His completed action now completes our actions. And what happens after completion? We begin again. We begin afresh. As the number seven represents God's completion, the number eight represents new beginnings. From the beginning of creation, God completed his work, he rested, and then he continued his work in a new way. In the same way, he told us to take a Sabbath, which then refreshes us, so on the eighth day, we can begin again. Eight signifies a renewal process. As humans, we need God's renewal. Because of our sinful nature, we need God to complete his work within us so that we can then have a new beginning. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. 
Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings new life. This is a great example of why I love the Amplified Bible, because it states spiritual awakening brings new life. It's the definition of being born again, a definition which is easy for us to understand. Learning the ways of the Lord brings us life. Why do we see so much destruction around us? Because the world isn't learning or teaching or interested in the ways of the Lord. When we want the results that God offers, we have to get them his way. That will only come by putting time and effort into our relationship with him which means we need to commit to a God-seeking community. We need to read the Bible on our own, and we need to dedicate time to just sit in his presence. So take a moment right now just to breathe. As you breathe, be mindful that the presence of God is with you. I hope that you felt peace come upon you in that moment. That's all it takes, being mindful of the Lord, being intentional about being aware that he is with you, and it will bring you a supernatural peace every time. It's a wonderful start to staying joined to Jesus. As Christ followers, we need to be mindful of obeying scripture, which means we need to learn how to apply it. If we aren't self-disciplined, the world will overwhelm our minds because the world is never quiet. But regardless of what's happening in the world, we can discipline ourselves into following the ways of Christ. So we can quiet our minds and then follow his ways. Jesus role modeled this for us more than once, but here is a great example. After Jesus fed the 5,000, now, think about this for just a moment. There were 5,000 men plus women and children. Now, have you ever been to a concert or a gathering of any kind where there was over 5,000 people? It's noisy. Someone's always talking. Someone always has a need. There's a lot of movement, even when people are sitting, because not every single person is sitting still. And that is a great picture of our world today. So many moving things around us. So much worldly messaging everywhere that's never quiet. It's noisy and it's chaotic. But in order to stay focused, to become a new creation, to stay grafted to Jesus, we have to follow the example of what Jesus did after the noise. And we see this in Mark 6 verses 45 and 46. Jesus immediately insisted that his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side to Bethesda while he was dismissing the crowd. And after he said goodbye to them, he went to the mountain to pray. Jesus retreated to a place where he could be alone, a place that was quiet so he could sit with his father quiet his mind, and refocus away from the noise. Now, if Jesus did this, then we need to make sure that we as his followers are doing this too. We need to be intentional about following the example of Jesus 
because we are called to be salt and light to this world. We have to go into the noise and we have to be around noisy people, but we can't stay in those places. We need to retreat to a quiet space, which then allows us to refocus our minds on the Lord, make sure that we didn't separate ourselves from him when we were in the noise, to quiet our minds and connect with the Father. I want to encourage you to set up a place in your home that is dedicated to spending time with the Lord. Whether it's just a corner of a room or an entire room or even something like a prayer closet. Just like we strive to be intentional with our thoughts and actions, we need to be intentional with the space that we live in. When you set up an area in your home which is dedicated to spending time with the Lord, it's also easier for you to get into intentional habits. Plus, you're able to gauge how much time you're actually spending in stillness with the Lord because it becomes measurable. If you have a dedicated area in your house that you only use when you're spending time with God, it's easy for you to ask yourself, when is the last time I was sitting in that space with God? When we have a way to measure things, then we can see our habits in a more tangible way. It's easy to say that you're always spending time with God because that is what your heart desires. But when you can actually measure it many times, what your thought is isn't actually what has happened. The more intentional you are about holding yourself accountable, the more you will be in right standing with God and following the instructions of Jesus. And measuring is a great way to get into those habits. As we discipline ourselves to retreat with the Lord alone, we'll be refreshed after the chaos. And it keeps us in that new creation state. Going into the world shouldn't tarnish us. But if we aren't doing it God's way, then we might get a little tarnished. A new beginning with the Lord requires our obedience. He doesn't pluck us out of a mess we've made and then start over again. That's not how he works. And we discovered that when we studied God's grace back in May, when we want something like in our life, like a new beginning, we have to be intentional with our actions. We work hard at so many other things in this life, things that we believe are going to get us ahead, yet often we don't work at the things of God, which are the most important and affect our daily life, which actually do get us ahead, and more importantly, it affects our eternal life. We need self-discipline. We need the fruit of self-control. As we start our new series, I want to pray for you today. Father, I just thank you for the person that's listening. Lord, I thank you for the call upon their life. Holy Spirit, I ask right now that you would come upon them. Manifest your presence in a bigger way. And in your presence, there's a quietness. There's a stillness. 
Father, your presence brings a wholeness to the mind. Holy Spirit, teach us every day how to block out the noise of the word world and sit in the stillness that Jesus offers. To sit in the stillness of the Father. To be able to retreat away from the noise and the chaos of this world. To take control of our mind and focus on the things of you. To stay focused on the things above. Father, I thank you that you have a new beginning for every listener this month. And I thank you for putting that new beginning into motion right now. In your holy and beautiful name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. A new beginning is yours. If you need additional prayer support this month, I encourage you to reach out to my team. You can find that information either on our website or within the link in the comments to this episode. God has something beautiful for you, but you need to let go of the old to step into the new. Every time that you join us, it will awaken your purpose and you will be transformed. That's just how God works. Blessings on your new beginning this month, and I can't wait to hear your testimony. Thank you.